0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Rich Trafalino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. Waymo released a report on its autonomous vehicle operations in Phoenix, Arizona for the first time. The report looked at driving data from all of 2019 and the first nine months of 2020 and found that its vehicles were involved in 18 crashes and 29 simulated events where a human safety driver was determined to have prevented an incident, none of which resulted in serious injury and which the company said were nearly all the fault of other drivers. Waymo operated a fleet of 300 vehicles in the region, operating in a 100 square mile area, logging 6.1 million miles with safety drivers on board in 2019, along with 65,000 fully autonomous miles. The report outlined details about all crashes with the vehicles, as well as outlining Waymo's overall safety methodology. The Raspberry Pi Foundation announced the Raspberry Pi 400, a keyboard that includes a Raspberry Pi 4 system on a chip inside. It includes a quad-core ARM Cortex-A72 CPU, 4GB of RAM, Bluetooth, Gigabit Ethernet, and Wi-Fi 5 with two micro-HDMI ports that can power dual 4K displays. The Raspberry Pi 400 costs $70 and is available in the UK, US, France, Germany, Italy, and Spain now with releases planned in India, Australia, and New Zealand by the end of the year. Apple announced it will hold its third fall virtual event on November 10th at 10 a.m. Pacific Time titled One More Thing. Apple has previously said it would release Apple Silicon-based Macs by the end of 2020. On Tuesday, Bloomberg sources said Apple and its overseas suppliers are producing three Macs with Apple processors, a new 13-inch and 16-inch MacBook Pros, and a new 13-inch MacBook Air. Foxconn is reportedly assembling the two smaller laptops, and Quanta Computer is building the larger MacBook Pro. Snapchat will now let creators make public how many subscribers they have. A first for Snapchat, which didn't used to get its users any public-facing metrics about their followings or audience. In a statement to The Verge, a Snap spokesperson said, We've listened to feedback from our creator community, and many of them expressed interest in having the option to show that their community on Snapchat is growing. Uber reported it lost $0.62 per share on revenue of $3.13 billion in Q3, beating analysts' expectations of a $0.65 per share loss but missing on revenue. The company's mobility business, which includes Rise, saw net revenue decline 52% in the year to $1.37 billion. Delivery net revenue grew 190% to $1.14 billion. The company still expects to be profitable by the end of 2021. On the earnings call, CEO Derek Rashahi said that its ride-sharing business was recovering faster than other transportation alternatives, including mass transit in large cities, which he credits to Uber's No Mask, No Ride policy. He also said Uber Eats now lists 30% of restaurants in the U.S. and about 15% of those in France on the platform. Voters in California have passed Proposition 22, which exempts app-based drivers, both ride-hailing and food delivery, from a state law that would have required them to be full-time employees. The new law will leave drivers as independent contractors, but guarantee them a minimum wage, limit driving hours to 12 out of every 24, and provide health insurance and accident insurance subsidies for some drivers. California voters also approved Proposition 24, which will replace California's Consumer Privacy Act, which was passed in 2018. The proposition essentially keeps the protections of the original act, but requires a supermajority of the legislature, or another proposition, to change them. It adds the ability for California citizens to require companies to limit the use of sensitive personal information and creates a government agency to handle privacy law enforcement. California businesses have until January 2023 to comply with the new provisions. Voters in Portland, Maine made an ordinance against the use of facial recognition by the city fixed for five years. The measure lets citizens sue to receive $100 per violation, or a total of $1,000. It requires the city to suppress any illegally obtained evidence and be grounds for a city official's termination. Michigan voters approved Proposal 2 that amends the state constitution to require law enforcement officers to get a warrant before searching a suspect's electronic data. The amendment prohibits unreasonable search and seizure of electronic data and electronic communications. Michigan becomes the 13th U.S. state to include privacy protections in its constitution. WhatsApp began rolling out ephemeral messaging across Android and iOS. Once the feature is turned on, messages and media sent in a conversation will disappear after seven days and apply to all messages, even if they haven't been read. WhatsApp said it will keep an eye on user feedback to see if seven days is the right length for the feature. The National Payments Corporation of India announced that starting in January, it will enforce a cap on payments processing through UPI such that no single payment app will process more than 30% of transactions per month in India. Google Pay and Walmart's phone pay regularly surpass 35%. Meanwhile, WhatsApp has been granted approval to fully roll out payments in India. And finally, on Tuesday, about $1 billion worth of Bitcoin suddenly moved out of a wallet that had remained dormant since the seizure of the Silk Road marketplace in 2013. Thursday, the U.S. Department of Justice said it had seized 70,000 bitcoins generated from the sale on the Silk Web Marketplace by someone referred to as Individual X. The seized bitcoins are now subject to forfeiture procedure. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember...